Hello, you are listening to the Rude Health Podcast with me, Hayley Food Ninja, where I aim to bring you all the latest tools, tips and strategies to help you create your own version of healthy without a kale smoothie in sight. Enjoy the episode. So it's another solo episode today. And today I want to talk about the C word because I know a lot of people have a problem with the C word. It's something they really struggle with. And I want, I'm here today to make you more comfortable with the C word. Before we get started on that, I want to talk a little bit about when you're trying to make positive changes to your health and maybe even your business, right? So if you are trying to get healthy, if you're trying to lose weight, if you are trying to have a five-figure month, if you are trying to be more visible in your business, many of us fail at the things that we're trying to achieve. So why does that happen? So if you think about it, when we want to make a change, we're so desperate to get the outcome that we try to change too much all at once. You know, that kind of New Year resolution mindset where we decide we're going to give up smoking, lose 10 kilo in a month, and we're going to start going to the gym six times a day. Or we decide that I need to be more visible. You know, I need to have a bigger audience. So I am going to post on all of the social media channels three times a day and I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to start doing reels and I'm going to start a YouTube channel and you know all this shit that we do to ourselves that makes us think oh yeah this is this is how I'm going to get that outcome as quickly as possible you know and that obviously leads to failure because we can't sustain it and also we get overwhelmed right because no one has got time for a complete fucking life overhaul when you're feeling shit and you're low on energy. So, you know, the reason you want to make changes to your health probably are because you feel like shit. So why then try and change every fucking thing about your life in one go? Like, why do you think you have the resilience and the energy and the capacity to do that when you feel shit? So, you know, as business owners, we are not very good at starting small. So we just think, wow, it's fine. I'll just make all these changes. And then inevitably that leads to us feeling shit like a failure because we haven't had enough willpower to do what we said we were going to do and we feel like a shitty person for not following through on things right and then what happens we get back to you know swapping our running shoes for slippers again back to the sofa for Netflix and binge because that's comfortable back to hiding behind your keyboard and not being visible in your business because that's what's comfortable right and I think many of us are stuck in that circle that kind of I'm going to start on Monday sort of mindset so something that I like to do when I am thinking of making changes in my business or with my health is to think about what I want to be or feel so what kind of person do I want to be how do I want to feel rather than what do I have to do because if you focus on what you have to do and let me just say obviously you're gonna have to do some shit right (laughs) you're gonna have to make some changes but if you're constantly focusing on what do I need to do 
it just becomes a big fucking to-do list, right? Something else that you've added to your list of tasks that you have to do. It's like a chore. And we all know what happens to our to-do lists. We procrastinate over them. So rather than think about if I do these things, I'm going to become this business owner that I want to be, or I'm going to feel like this super energetic, healthy person, we're like, fuck this shit. It's just another thing on my to-do list. So we don't do it. Now, there is a secret Of course, you know, I'm working in the health industry, so I've always got that one secret that no one else knows. I'm being sarcastic. That's fucking weird when people do that, isn't it? Oh, the one secret fat loss trick that nobody else knows. Like, really? If you have really found the secret to something and no one else in the whole industry knows about it, you'd be a fucking gazillionaire, wouldn't you? It's ridiculous. Anyway, I digress as I do quite often. So over the course of helping my clients achieve their goals, whether that be with their health or improving their health in term uh, so that it enables them to improve their business, there is a secret thing that I get them to do, which will mean that they achieve everything that they set out to do. It's basically magic. And that C word that I've been talking about is consistency. Are you disappointed that it wasn't another C word (laughs) like cake or something? I don't know what you're thinking of. So yeah, you can't go far wrong by telling yourself like, I want to be consistent. I want to be a consistent person. I want to follow through on what I say that I'm going to do. I want to show up every day, you know, in whatever medium that is. And it's a word that quite often sort of stops me in my tracks, really, because when I find myself going off on a tangent or letting a couple of behaviours slide, I just kind of think about, yeah, consistency. Sometimes I just need to do it enough to give myself a gentle nudge in the right direction. Or sometimes it's a big fucking kick up the arse. Um, But it does make me stop and think. The thing with consistency, it's a skill, right? It's just like any other skill. It takes time to learn and it takes practice to perfect it. And it's not something that will come naturally to you. So I think it's really useful to think about it in that way, rather than have this really fixed mindset of, oh, I'm just not a consistent person. I don't do consistency. That's not the type of person I am. Like consistency is an inherent trait. It's something that you can learn. And when you understand that, you know, it makes it a lot easier. Well, I can learn to be consistent. You know, it's taken me quite a while to learn to be consistent because I think in in my past life in the corporate world, I used to really enjoy having that pressure of kind of having a deadline or, you know, without sounding like a dick, you know, being quite good at what at what I do. And you probably feel the same, you know, if you're a business owner, you've set up a business because you're really good at one fucking thing, right? But with that brings a kind of lack of consistency, because you know, that even if you're not consistent, when you need to do something, you can just go like balls out, you know, make a balls out effort, and just get it done, right? because you're really good at what you do, you're skilled, and you can do it, you know, whenever you need to get it done. But that doesn't always help us with consistency, because we're kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll catch up to that, you know, tomorrow. But you can't do that with your health, you can't catch up with your health. It's really important to be consistent. And there's a really fine line as well between that kind of positive stress, that that approach of working slightly under pressure all the time, uh, a fine line between that, and 
you know, it tipping over into, wow, this is a lot of press pressure. Let's just press the fuck it button type stress. <laughs> so it's a bit of a fine line to walk. So being consistent, even though it's, you know, not the most exciting thing ever, it will help you manage your stress levels and it will help you make more progress. So, you know, we've talked a little bit about how you can be consistent or feel consistent, but why actually is it so important? One of the things that also makes me think um, and really helps me to maintain some consistency is being consistent means never having to get back in the swing of things again, right? And we all hate it, don't we? We're like, oh, I've fallen off the wagon. I'm going to, I'll get back on it on Monday right which I I fucking hate that terminology anyway you can't get back on it like this is your life you need to make your you know the habits and stuff part of your life it's not I'm, I'm either on or off you know that's very sort of black or white thinking but we have all been in that cycle where we're consistent maybe we're consistent for a long time right but then shit happens doesn't it something happens life happens and we're not able to be consistent and we have to start over. And I think it's that dread of starting over that I think keeps me consistent a lot of the time because the amount of times I've beaten myself up for probably, you know, being on the verge of probably achieving something really amazing, but having to start all over again. So I think that's one of the things that helps. Being consistent also means you're constantly making progress. So that really helps with your enthusiasm. It keeps your morale high. And also it really helps with your self-esteem as well. So, you know, if you follow through on the promises that you make to yourself, that makes you feel like a better person, you know, let alone how that makes you feel in terms of how other people perceive you. If you are perceived as a person who always does what they said they're going to do, you know, that's really good for your business, right? And your relationships and everything. So being consistent means progress. It means self, you know, increased self-esteem, increased confidence increased morale so it's really important for our mental health as well and you know very often it is the difference between failure and success because results take time I know boring (laughs) Um, but results do take time so if you are trying out the latest fad diet every two weeks and then you sort of ditch it because it doesn't work that is not consistency consistency is not two weeks of doing something in the hope that it'll work for you it's being consistent and persistent so at this point you're probably thinking well consistency is so fucking great why isn't everyone doing it (laughs) it's easy right okay it's the it's the it's the answer to achieving all of your goals so why why can't we do it why isn't everyone doing it there's a few reasons and number one I keep talking about it it's fucking boring (laughs) especially as a business owner right you probably enjoy a bit of spontaneity, um, being a little bit impulsive, having new ideas and sort of following them down the rabbit hole and, you know, abandoning other things that you might have been working on. That's quite a common trait of a business owner. So when we talk about planning and habit and repetition, you know, we're all sat there thinking, if I wanted to do that, I'd have a fucking job. So it is, you know, it can be construed as boring, but I think a bit of reframing around that and realizing that you are, you know, these tiny little efforts that you're making every day are actually going to build into something really amazing. So trying to reframe that consistency 
rather than just go, oh, this is fucking boring. You know, have a bit of both in your life. There's room for both. There's room for consistency and there's room for spontaneity as well. So the next reason why not everyone is doing it is confusion, right? So, you know, it's certainly in my industry, the media are very skilled at trying to confuse us. You know, you've seen all those kind of Daily Mail headlines about the latest superfood, um, you know, or stupid fucking 800 calorie diets and a celebrity diet that I posted about the other day, actually, which was this woman who was basically saying that rather than drink wine, just replace it with sparkling water with balsamic vinegar in it. It makes a fantastic substitute, apparently. <laughs> Anyway, I won't start talking about that, otherwise I'll turn into a rant. But, you know, when we've got all these kind of miracle cures coming out every sort of couple of weeks, we skip from one thing to the next thinking we found the holy grail of fat loss. And, you know, we do the same in our business lives. You know, there's always a, a coach, isn't there? An online coach who's kind of super popular at the moment and everyone jumps on their bandwagon and pays for their 1997 course or whatever it is. And then we find out that, oh, this person can't actually fix our business because whatever they're teaching us, we have to apply it consistently. So, you know, you can't get away from consistency. You need it for results. So, yeah, that is another reason why consistency is not is not the most attractive option. Something else that stops us from being consistent is our environment. And by that, I mean, you know, not just your physical environment, even though that can make a difference. You know, if your physical environment is, you know, you've got loads of kids and they all like eating sweets and chocolate and crisps, and that's all you see when you open the cupboards, then your environment is not going to help you be consistent with your healthy eating. The same as, you know, if you if you have an office and, you know, the Friday cake run is law, um, I know that happened to me in the corporate world a lot, you know, and if you don't join in, you're like, oh, you're so boring. You can't even eat a piece of cake. What kind of diet is that? And all that kind of stuff. So that doesn't help. But also, you know, the people that you spend the most time with, are they supportive of what you're trying to achieve, whether that be with your health or your business? You know, if they're not, it can make it really difficult for you to be consistent because you're you know, every action and behavior is being questioned by other people whose opinion you value, right, which makes it really, really hard. I've actually um, created a free resource called the four saboteurs, which talks about how you might deal with some of the types of people who try and sabotage your efforts, knowingly or unknowingly, uh, to be healthy. So I will put a link to that in the show notes and feel free to go download that. And hopefully that will help you. But I think the biggest reason that a lot of people are not able to be consistent is, you know, life. And, you know, a lot of the time your business gets in the way, right? Uh, I'm talking about obviously about health health behaviors here. So, you know, that could be positive or negative things. It could be like weekends away, anniversaries. It could be that someone in your family really needs you right now and you have to be there for them. Maybe you have to travel a lot. Um, Maybe you are doing a launch and when you do a launch, all your sort of health behaviors go out the window. So, you know, whatever life throws at you, always remember you will be better able to cope with it if you've been taking care of yourself. And one of the ways you can remain consistent when shit happens is to not tie your habits to your environment. Because if you if the triggers for your habits are, you know, you can only do these things at home, for example, 
you're not always going to be at home all the time. So try and think about how you can have habits that are kind of portable that you can do anywhere or think about how you can adapt your habits. So if you're not at home cooking your meals yourself, plan ahead, be proactive. Think about um, I'm going to this place. Let's have a look at the menus. Let's see what shops are nearby. Are there any cooking facilities where I'm going? All that kind of forward planning will allow you to be more consistent. That's kind of why we can't be consistent. But I think the biggest secret, I don't know why I'm calling these things secret. I'm subscribing to all the shitty marketing that I hate. But one of the other things, or one of the most important things is if you make the things that you need to be consistent with really small and easy, they will still work up against all of those factors. If you choose one thing and do it consistently for two weeks, and I always say to people, pick the smallest thing and they're like why the fuck should I do that that's not going to make any difference whatsoever but the thing is if you make the barrier to doing it so tiny like I've done this with clients before you know who are really struggling with consistency and making progress and I've said to them okay so ideally I would want you to drink two liters of water every day but do you think you could drink two glasses of water every day and they're like oh my god of course like why wouldn't I do that I'm gonna drink a liter and a half and I'm like no 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 just drink two glasses of water every day because I know that if they come back to me a few days later and say that they couldn't drink two glasses of water every day they're gonna be really fucking embarrassed who can't drink two glasses of water every day like like what's your excuse going to be for not being able to drink two small glasses of water every day and that's why it's better to start small because you almost want to sort of shame yourself into like oh my god I can't even drink one glass of water every day like I need to sort my shit out (laughs) so I think choosing a very small thing doing it consistently for two weeks three weeks or even a whole month if that's what it takes you you know however long it takes for that shit to sink in basically it could be something really small like swapping you know full fat coke for sparkling water or it could be eating green vegetables with every meal like those are things that should be really easy and once you've nailed that then add other stuff in, but don't make it hard from the outset. So (laughs) I've talked a lot about consistency so far, right? Uh, I always think these episodes are going to be short, but actually I end up just kind of, I mean, it's still fucking weird. I'm sat in a room talking to myself, imagining I'm talking to a lot of people and I just seem to sort of talk for much longer than I expected. Let's kind of get a conclusion. Thanks for stopping with me for this this far into the episode. Let's get it a conclusion out of this. I'm going to give you some tips on how to stay consistent. Number one is get clear about why. So get clear about what you want to achieve and why. Like, I know this is fucking obvious and you're probably rolling your eyes and thinking, oh God, like everyone says that about goal setting. Like you'd be surprised how many people skip that step or, or that it's really vague and woolly and they just don't define it enough or think about it. But if you don't have a really good why or one that you're really emotionally invested in, you haven't got hope in hell in dragging your ass out of bed for a 6am workout when you could just stay there. It's not going to happen. So really think about that. So the second thing is schedule things in. So habits are formed by responding to an external trigger. And then they're reinforced by repetition. So I'll give a good example. So 
I used to forget to take my omega-3 all the time. So what I do now is I have it in individual little pots for each day and it is sat by the kettle because I probably make a cup of tea two, three times a day. So I will remember, you know, every time I go to the kettle, those omega-3 are there. And I've even been really fucking anal and I've got little pots and the days of the week are written on them. because I was looking at the pots you know the stack I had a little stack of seven and I'd be like hmm that empty pot is that from today or is it from yesterday have I taken today's so I've actually just written the fucking days of the week on there (laughs) it's like the idiot's idiot proof way of taking your supplements but that trigger is there and also that trigger is not it is not dependent on the environment I mean, because believe me, wherever I am, I will always make a fucking cup of tea in the morning. Schedule things in. Think about designing your your habits, you know, the triggers and the habit and the repetition. Think about designing those around the routine that you already have. So number three is focus on the process and not the result. So if your result you're looking for is I want to lose 10% body fat, you can't really control like you can't if you're constantly focused on that 10% body fat and believe me body fat you know it goes down so slowly and also there's not really an accurate way of measuring it and all of that shit so you're going to be disappointed real quick when you don't see yourself dropping dropping 2% of body fat every fucking week it's not going to happen and you can't really control that result either there's so many variables to it so focus on what you can control that will move you closer towards that which is you know for instance making good food choices every day so focus on the process enjoy the process don't have yourself doing shit that you hate every day like just eating lettuce for lunch or whatever so number 4 don't confuse being consistent with being perfect like give yourself room to fuck up like life happens you know and don't use one excuse you know if you if you're trying to be consistent with a habit and you can't do it one day don't just press the fuck it button and think what's the point of doing it for the rest of the week I'll just start again on Monday like that is not a way to build consistency like you have permission to wipe the slate clean as often as you want you can do it at the end of every day you can do it at the end of every meal you can do it whenever and just give yourself permission to say right that's over I don't need to think about it let me just get back to doing this habit The fifth thing is feelings and thoughts are temporary. So if you're tired, if you're bored, if you just can't be asked, like those feelings will change. And if you allow them to stop you doing those habits, those feelings will change to regret, self-loathing, feeling like a failure. So, you know, don't do that. Remember that those thoughts will pass. Feeling tired, feeling bored, feeling like you can't be bothered, they will change. So, you know, you just need to acknowledge that you feel those feelings right now and just say, do you know what? I'm just going to fucking do it anyway. Like move on, move past it, get shit done. So those are some tips for being consistent. But I know that you're probably saying like, yeah, this is all fine. I've done all that before, but I still find it really fucking hard to be consistent. And believe me, I know this because I am one of those people, (laughs) believe it or not. So I've got a further few things that I do when I'm really, you know, like in the hole. Do you know what I mean? Like you're just like, oh my God, I've got to go and do these steps today and I've got to do a workout and then I've got to come and cook. Like I cannot be asked to do any of it today. So there's a few kind of what I call my emergency tips 
that I employ. Number one, don't fucking negotiate with yourself. (laughs) If you put something in your diary for a fixed time, but then you start to negotiate as someone who works from home, this may or may not be real life examples. Oh, I'll do that thing when I've made, I'm just going to make a cup of tea first. Or, oh, I'll just put a load of washing on and then I'll definitely start. Or, oh, wow, I've got a whole presentation to do. Do you know what? I feel like cleaning out the kitchen cupboards today. Or, you know, I've decided to go and have a full on fucking pamper session in my bedroom with a facial and all sorts because I can't be fucking asked to do what I'm meant to be doing. Don't negotiate with yourself. You know, the best example I've given of this is when I get in the sea in the mornings. Like you see a lot of people kind of like inching in literally kind of up to their knees, giving themselves a little bit of time to get acclimatized. If I do that, I would not get in. I literally like take my clothes off, not all of them. I wear a swimming costume, like it's Bournemouth seafront. And I just like literally stride into the water up to my neck. And then I stop and think about what the fuck have I done? Why am I here? But by then I've already done it and it'll be stupid to get out once I was in up to my neck, right? Don't negotiate with yourself because you will always talk yourself out of something. My next kind of emergency tip, delayed gratification. Oh yeah, that is right. Something we can all probably make more use of. But give yourself a reward after doing the thing. So when I am 75% done with this presentation, I'm going to stop and read a chapter of my new book. Or, you know, for me, because I live by the beach and it's summer, uh, I'm going to get all this done in the morning so I can go to the beach in the afternoon. And when you think about it, like gratification is one of the main kind of components of consistency. Because I bet right now you are actually being consistent with some stuff in your life. But it's probably really fucking unhelpful stuff, right? Are you consistently watching Netflix every night? You know, are are you consistently having a glass of wine while you watch that box set every night? Like you're being consistent. You are smashing drinking that wine. Like you're doing a really consistent job of it. And why can you be consistent at unhelpful behaviours? Because you get instant gratification. That is why. (laughs) Whereas the consistent behaviours that in the long run will get us to where we want to be, that gratification, that result, that satisfaction is very much delayed, right? So I want you to think about gratification a lot during this podcast. Oh, no, not during this podcast. That sounds weird. Afterwards, maybe go lie down in a, in a darkened room and think about gratification and your relationship with it. And that will help you be consistent. And, and, you know, on that note, make it more pleasurable. And by that, I mean, you know, the thing that you've got to do, that you've got to be consistent with, if you tie that thing to a more pleasurable experience or combine it with something else to make it more enjoyable, that is going to make the consistency much easier. So for example, if you haven't got enough steps in today, you could find out where the best spot near you to watch the sunset is walk down to that and watch the sunset which you know will be making doing those steps a much more pleasurable experience if you need to write some content you could make your favorite drink settle down in front of the best view in your house you know if you've got a window where the view is really amazing maybe like treat yourself burn a nice candle and all that shit right (laughs) 
make it a really nice experience or if you're not really looking forward to going to the gym and you don't want to go like go with a friend if you have a bit of a gossip in between sets not on the machines though because that makes you a dick uh, don't be one of those people and if you really still are kind of really struggling with being consistent you know if you really don't want to do the thing just sit down get a piece of paper write down all the things that will happen if you don't do the thing like if you're happy to suffer those consequences then don't fucking do it because maybe it's not that important to you but my but my bet is that you'll write down that list of things that will or won't happen as a result of you not doing it and you'll change your mind so yeah those are my kind of emergency tips for consistency and i guess the last tip This is absolutely the last tip. This ended up being much longer than I expected. I have got a plan B. And my plan B, and my clients hear this plan B every so often. It's not my normal coaching style, but it is a plan B. If you're tired, if you're stressed, if you're busy, if you're bored, if you're sad, JFDI, mate, just fucking do it anyway. That is plan B, right? You know, and I know that it's a bit flippant, but really, if you've worked through all of those other tips and the emergency tips that I employ and you still can't be consistent, then you just need a bit of discipline. You know, you either need a bit of discipline and just turn around and say, JFDI, mate, I'm just going to fucking do it. Or you realise that the thing you're trying to be consistent with doesn't fucking matter to you. So either way, you you know, you're going to do one or the other, aren't you? You're either going to do it or not. But you're going to be happy with the decision, right? Surely, after you've gone through all of that justification. Anyway, it's been fun, this episode. I've really enjoyed it. I hope you have. (laughs) I will be back next week with a guest. But until then, please take care of yourself.